Hey guys, Ash Dyden, head of rowing here with Zach Little and head of sport for episode four of Alleyway Chats, uh, Integrative Allied Health. And we're going to have a quick chat about what it is that, I mean, we talk a lot about why Inspire is distinct um, and why it's better as a company and why we're better at the service we provide. And a big part of that is because we integrate uh, Allied Health effectively. Um, so I'm just going to hand over to Zach for just a quick rundown, a quick shakedown for the uninitiated on what Integrative Allied Health actually means. Mm. I guess when it comes to allied health, the, the idea of integration is quite simple. Um, there's multiple modalities across allied health that fit different scopes of practice that do different um, different things and practice in different ways. Uh, the idea of integrated health is how do you best sequence those skill sets so that you can uh, lead forward with best practice to ensure that the client gets the best result uh, long term, not just short term. And what services do we actually work I mean obviously so, I know but yeah we're on sports science ex-phys um, <coughs> hopefully massage therapy soon but we've got three physios on deck uh, five dietitian, dietitians sorry on deck so we're, we're building towards the full complement um, we're still learning our way through integration we're doing what I what I class as a very good job at the moment of course there's always things to improve on but um, you know the, the mantra that we try to live live by here is that uh, integrative valid health is the best practice for all clients um and it will get the best results uh, long term. How do you find trying to work in with practitioners, especially when, you know, if you're a young practitioner and you're desperately trying to fill your list, um, you know, do you sometimes have to make some hard calls or do you have issues with guys that, you know, maybe need to be shifting a client to another department or integrating more effectively? Um, like, do, do you find any issues there with people having the, I guess, the humility to be able to step down and say, yeah, okay, look, you need to go and see another arm of our company? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's... It's actually not with junior practitioners. To be honest, I remember what it's like being a junior practitioner. Uh, you just show so shit scared you're going to hurt someone sometimes if you come across a situation you don't know. You, you don't even test the waters. Like, you don't, you don't even go there. You just refer on straight away because you just don't have the skill set to even comprehend what the next step would be, right or wrong. So you just refer on to a, to a more experienced member of the team. Sometimes, you know, with us, it's exact same modality, just a more experienced person to deal with the situation. Or it might be a, a complete change where an ex-phys will refer to a physiotherapist because the clients are too low a level. I think a lot, a lot of the challenge comes from uh, sometimes outside of, of the company, but also just to your, mid, your mid-tier practitioners who start to get a bit of information, um, but may not have necessarily mastered how to use it yet and still potentially think they can um, they can do a lot more than their scope of practice says they should. So it's always the middle period that we have to make sure we're, we're on top of everyone and educating them really well. Because um, you're right, especially once you start to get wins on the board and start to get results, I mean, ego is, is always something that comes into play when you're talking about humans in any way, shape or form, but having the ability to to put that aside is is critical if we're going to get the best results for patients. Yeah. <coughs> um, in terms of actually, you know, because it's, if someone comes in with an injury and, you know, an exercise scientist doesn't quite have the skill to be able to manage it, you refer up to a physio, like that's a pretty straightforward mm-hmm. system. Um, what about integrating in with dietetics? So just mm-hmm. looking at the way um, that works in, because I think that's a lot more of a subtle Mm-hmm. Uh, influence or the, the influence of dietetics is a lot more gradual and a lot more subtle so how does it actually work in? Um, oh, look, the, the key to integration comes down to good quality communication um, the first thing is the practitioner has to understand exactly what each modality does and if we use dietetics as an example um, you know, for, for me and my younger, younger times guilty of it as well, not actually having a clue what dietetics actually does um, everyone has the, the normal mantra dietetics Just is weight loss kale blah, blah, blah. And avocado. Yeah, literally, literally go chicken and veggies go nuts, have fun um, but not actually understanding 
what the, the positive implications of dietetics can be. Uh, and once you understand those implications, you understand how many more people could benefit from good quality um, dietetic service. You know, and from everything from rehab through to top end performance, um, depending on what the person's trying to achieve, a good quality nutritional plan is, is essential. Uh, but again, it comes down to education of first the practitioner and then the practitioner's ability to educate the client, to have the client understand why this is in their best interest long term. Um, and also at times the key to integration is knowing when not to refer on. Like it's not, it's not a simple case of you come in and see everybody. It's you see people as you need to see them to get the result that you've dictated that you want to see. Obviously, people have the choice to not follow up on that recommendation. But to be honest, um, from, what I, from what I see every day, good quality communication. Clients actually respect the fact that you admit that you don't know everything. And there are people who can do a better job at you in certain areas. And I think that only strengthens the relationship that you have with your clients because they can see that you're not just in it to make money off them you're actually here to make sure that they get you know their results by best, via best practice methods sorry um, can you just talk to me a little about practices that you manage um, purely in terms of communication between practitioners because I think that's where you mentioned before and that's where the breakdown is going to come in mm-hmm. is if you know if people are being referred around or they're only being referred one way or that's going to be an issue in communication mm-hmm. um and if you lose that communication, then you're, you're shot. Like suddenly the, you, know, you have a loss of what actually was meant to happen for the patient and mm-hmm. best practice disappears. So what kind of policies or what stuff do you do to make sure communication runs smoothly? At, um, with Within Inspire, look at a, very, at a very minimum, every single session that you see must come with a follow-up email. Now, if you're integrating with someone, that follow-up email must Hang include... Hang on, want to give it a sec? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, coffee roasters next door is opening. This one moment. <coughs> Cold morning this morning. <laughs> Fucking freezing. <laughs> How about this Broncos? <laughs> they actually look red hot, so fucking give them a break. They actually look fantastic. I, I, um, to be honest, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. um, Alright. Where were we? Um, just in terms of managing internal communication. We should be done in about five. There we go, cool. Internal communication. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, look, we, we, have, we have a policy to inspire um, that after every single session, you have to send a follow-up email to the client dictating what just happened in the session, what the plan is moving forward and where they sit in relation to their treatment plan, at which point, if you're integrating with another practitioner, it's an expectation that you CC them into that email to create an open forum. I think um, a lot of trust is often lost between clients and practitioners when the communication is done behind the client's back without necessarily involving them in every conversation. So we like to just keep everything a, a, a very honest, open forum. Um, obviously at times that means the client um, has to receive information that's not really fantastic but such is the nature of working in reactive health and preventative health Um, but what I do find is that clients appreciate the honesty Uh, they appreciate understanding exactly what's going wrong and how to fix it Um, so without that email communication that's 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 something that we really struggle to maintain Um, and it's something junior practitioners struggle to maintain which is why our senior practitioners do a bulk of the integration um, but I mean it's, it's a learned skill again it just comes down to education and understanding of why it's so important not only from your end but for the perception that it gives the client and the understanding the client knows that you are working with someone to make this situation better you're not just trying to take the whole thing on yourself if, especially if you're not qualified to be able to handle it Do you ever run into clients being a bit suspicious of you know you're just trying to create business for the company by you know, throwing them around different departments is that ever an issue you've come no. across? No no, if, if, if it ever is, that person would get the ask from the company, to be quite honest. Um, integration is simple because integration is all about positive intent. Um, 
you go to, you know, you, you go to Harvey Norman on the weekend, you know when someone's trying to sell you shit. And to be quite frank, if there's anyone in Spy that is ever caught selling shit, they'll just be handed their marching orders and be told, thanks, uh, but we don't need your help anymore. Um, it's all about intent. If you have the right intent, clients understand that. And if you have a good enough relationship with your clients, they understand that everything you're doing is to try to try to benefit them and improve their circumstance, whatever that circumstance may be. So, no, like, honestly, no. I uh, haven't had any kickback on it ever to this point. Um, maybe we will one day when, when someone gets it wrong, but until that day, um, no, the answer is definitely no to that one. Yeah, okay. Right, that's all I have um, in terms of questions. Do you have anything else you want to say? Or? No, I think it's just if there's any, if there's any um, <coughs> up-and-coming practitioners or any established practitioners that want to better understand how aggressively we integrate and how much um, uh, how much emphasis we place on in integration. Like we say all the time, like our door is open 24-7. Uh, if you go onto our Facebook page or Instagram page, contact us via message, happy to organise shadowing days or organise catch-up coffees. Um, like we're not trying to hide anything here. Um, we believe that what we're doing is best practice for the industry. So the more people that we believe get on board with, with how we go about client care, I just think the better the industry will be overall. So, yeah, if there's anyone out there interested, feel free to shoot us a Facebook message or, or get us on Instagram. Excellent. Thank you very much. All right, guys, I'll see you later. Cheers, guys.